Hello and welcome to Podcat Podcast, a podcast about podcast. <coughs> My name is Sam Brady. I'm one of the cats on this intrepid podcast, and joining me for this very special episode is Veronica. Hello, it's such a pleasure to be on the show. How are you doing, Veronica? Uh, very well. Long time listener. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, doing great. Cool. In front of my face is a bowl of Rocky Road ice cream. Rocky Road ice cream? Rocky Road ice cream. It's not the whole story, though, is it? There's also a cookie in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am garbage. Well, cool. Um, hope your day's been good. I'll, I'll vamp for you in order to chew that bite. Mm-hmm. My day's been good. Just in some work and some math. Hey, if anyone's uh, been through statistics and knows some... Uh, Khan Academy videos or podcasts or anything that was helpful, send them my way. I'm doing fine. I just want to, uh, it's a bit of a question whether I'll finish this out with an A in this class or not. But I <laughs> want to try to keep up the 4L if I can. So hit me up, mathematicians. Or even if I can just pick your brain about how certain you remember <laughs> certain things. It's, this is my first math class in, um, in quite some time. Uh, I think since my junior year of high school. So, so quite a while. Wow. But I, I'm really loving it, too. Every time I, I do a math class, and it, it takes a while to, to, to come naturally, but once you start getting in that groove, you just feel like, man, I, I love this. This is relaxing. This is therapeutic. This makes sense. The world makes sense and feels yeah. like their horizons are, are, are just more achievable and brighter. Doing, uh, Getting a groove on in math, there's just nothing like it. It feels really good. Mm-hmm. Well, Sam, we have a, a box here that was delivered to the house. Mm. And I don't know what it is, but I am a fan of YouTubes where people open boxes. Let's see if we can get that same exact sensation okay, let's on a podcast. Unboxing. Okay, I'm just going to gently keep scratching this until Ow. until it opens. Ow. This is how a cat would open a box. Just lots of scratching. I need anything. I have a, D, a D6. That's what happens when you are in a relationship with a nerd and aren't a nerd. I have a D20. Let's see. We can just try it. I bet you, I bet you can push the corner of a D20 into the tip. It's very strong tape. you got to put it on the 20. I don't know like the one oh, side. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Looking, looking. You oh, there it is. Too. I can't believe that you offered me that last. Well, I mean, that doesn't work. I didn't either. realize my dildo wouldn't be as helpful <laughs> as you needed to be. Um, well, I'm gonna go grab some scissors, and this isn't at all like YouTube. Okay, podcast, it's just you and me. Time for some special Sam time. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I really hope you are doing well. School is kind of on my mind, and I apologize if I'm a broken record here ever i kind of worry that with my online presence on uh podcast and highly logical that i'm fishing for compliments and being busy because i mentioned all the time so i sincerely apologize and i'm really not you can be my friend and also think yeah sam's doing early years of school and entry level classes and doesn't have that demanding of a job i mean great there's there's some work but that doesn't seem like he's superman if you've got that opinion that's a-okay i don't want you to feel like you have to Tell me how awesome I'm in in order to interact with me. That's not at all the case, and I am not so awesome. Hi, welcome back. Hi. I lo- you left the room, and my self-esteem went out with it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I, I hope that's not true. No, no, no. I really don't want to be in that relationship, to be honest. No, and you are not, and I was just a goof. Okay, 
Um, so here it is. It's a package. I don't know what's in it because I've forgotten what I've ordered. And it's not from Amazon. No. Should we should we say I mean Adam and Eve isn't sponsoring this one, should we? Oh shit, I shouldn't have said the name. Uh well I'm really bad at this. No wonder I don't have my own YouTube channel. It is aggressively taped. Opening my boxes. There there's a way to tape it uh in a professional manner, and this is like that times times three. This is that times six year old. Yeah. Which makes me kinda wonder what it is, because I feel like it was packaged by a human being, you, you know? Yeah, but what kind? Well, a madman, clearly. Okay, here it goes. Big reveal. Oh, a lot of bubble wrap. Oh, a ton of bubble wrap. God damn it. Oh, it wasn't actually that much bubble wrap. It just looked like it. Okay, so now we have the paper. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Okay, so <laughs> do you love it? My grandparents are going to think our wedding is so weird. Yeah, I agree. But who gives a shit because it's our wedding. I know. I, I, I love it, though. You know how much my family is in such aggressive denial? That they believe that I'm still a religious person. Yeah. And you know, there, there's it's not from me leading them on whatsoever. I'm very clear about who I am and everything like that too. Uh -huh. But you've seen the intense denial around oh, it. Oh yeah, it's kind of off-putting to be honest. It is. It is every second of every. Except interaction. for your parents. Except your my... parents seem to be great, but your extended family is where it's well, at. Well, my parents and I have a sort of relationship that comes from having the relationship go away for a long time and us both kind of regretting the circumstances that led mm -hmm. to that. And so we both have a lot of work and effort, but uh, other people, <laughs> yeah, it's intense. So what this is, is a an accessory for the wedding. Uh-huh. It is a box for which a ring, or both of our rings, actually, will uh -huh. be carried down to us down the aisle by my son. Yes. And um, he's going to... Hand this to Matt Morris, <laughs> and Matt Morris is going to love it. It mm. is a tiny coffin, <laughs> and in wood burning, it says, Till death do us part, 42217. Mm -hmm. And then you open the coffin, and there are the there, there's a little padding in there for, for the rings. So, well done, Veronica, who ordered this. Way to go. A month ago. <laughs> Great job. Etsy artist. Should, do we know who they are to uh, collect them? Yes. I'm sure it's on the box because now that all makes a lot more sense. This is Etsy account Big River Crafts. Big River Crafts. Thank you for your quality product. We're very excited to have this be a part of our story and our marriage and our love. And this came from Irondale. Missouri. Thanks, Mr. Missouri. Mr. Missouri. <laughs> How do you say that state's name? Uh, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there a number of times. Why? For what? Who? Oh, Mormon yeah, stuff? Yeah, when you're Mormon, you go on these pilgrimages to places. Is that your Mecca? It's one of them. <laughs> I just can't imagine Missouri being that for anyone. That and Palmyra, New York, and yeah, Salt Lake City, Utah. And I feel like what it is, is that the church was just like, you know, we need to give some tourist spots to places that aren't tourist spots. I'll just pick these three at random. Well, 
I feel like being raised Mormon kind of has me have a predisposition towards fan fiction of things because mm-hmm. I'm very good at being okay this is the main canon this is the for fun canon I can totally separate them in my mind but think creatively on both tracks oh sure but it's sort of a, a layer of canon on, on top of the, the standard Christian one but all the holy sites are really going to be in America according to the, the Mormon thing like the, <laughs> where Jesus is going to be resurrected is going to sitting on the throne all that they're all like specific places the garden of eden was <laughs> everything's america oh in kind of an upsetting and white supremacy sort of a way well you know jesus was white so don't, <laughs> don't you forget it oh i love my beer somewhere that's a terrible you want mistake. some of my beer nah my i was really enjoying mine and i should be punished for forgetting it well if you want to get it you can the reason i say that is I like that beer cold. I do not like that particular beer warm. I like all beer no matter what Okay, okay. So you're going to be good. We're going to just be A-OK. Do we got a question on the line? Okay. Because if not, I'm going to talk about a psychic. Oh, um, you know, let's talk about the psychic, actually. Because okay. that's gotcha. actually something that we care about. Uh-huh. So let's go back in history. Yes. To the beginning of our relationship. Uh-huh. Where, and I don't feel like I've changed anything on psychics. Do you feel like I've gone either way? If no. anything, I've gotten a little more apathetic. I think so. Okay. I, I think that you used to be slightly, um, you'd have the capacity to be scared of, of people who kind of project spirituality. Like you yeah. Get, and you always have a, a bit of a threshold uh, for it where it can get kind of spooky for you very fast. It's not the person that pretends. It's the person that is real that's very scary. Mm-hmm. The real witch. Right. Uh-huh. And I feel like that, that threshold has gotten much higher. Yeah. Um, so anyways, on our way to work and anytime we want to go out for fun, we must pass a place that has a psychic, that that, ha- that houses a psychic that also does tarot card readings and things like that. Um, it is just someone's house. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, so anyways, for the longest time, I tried to get Sam to go to this uh the psychic with me. I thought it would be a really fun adventure, this, that, and the other. That was before my fear of psychics increased. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you were just constantly like, I am not interested. Those people are abusive. They are manipulative. They prey on the elderly and the disabled and this, that, and the other. And I was just like, okay, I guess he really isn't into it. And then I dropped it for some time. And then, like some period of years. Yeah. <laughs> a very long time was like a dormant. a long time. But it was still in my mind for a lot of the time. And I didn't realize that every time, because we pass it every, every day. day. Very prominently there, too. So I did not realize that it, I just kind of left it alone because I did not want to push you towards something that, you know, you were that uncomfortable with. Uh-huh. And then one day he says, Hey, I really want to go to the site here and get a, a, a reading. I want to try it. At which point I thought, maybe this is the universe that sent Sam to me that was like, stay away from that psychic because it's a real psychic. And the universe is protecting me. And so I am only further frightened by Sam's sudden interest in going to the psychic. Well, go on, go on. I feel like anything that happens with with psychic, if you're primed to it and open to it it's going to be like how could it happened this way there's the douglas adams riff about a puddle where it's one day there's a puddle that exists after a rainstorm and it says 
it is so, how could this be chance that I am in a place that so perfectly conforms to how I am as a puddle? <laughs> the universe must have a plan for me and I must have a creator. <laughs> so I think I see a lot of the puddle wondering at the marble of the universe. Yeah. In, well. in people's disposition towards psychics. Well, I don't know. But anyways, yeah. But I, I apologize. I, 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 I do. I certainly don't mean to be a sour sport to, uh, to, to people or, or to be uh, overly pushy uh, w- w- with my beliefs. <laughs> I want to go to the psychic <laughs> to get a tarot card reading and just smile through the whole thing <laughs> to do it once. <laughs> be kind of fun. I would honestly, sincerely, since I'm, I'm very honest and honesty corner, which is podcast. I would. Feel very un- even if like, the person I thought was a, a beautiful entertainer or became a friend of mine or anything like that, no matter what the nature of my relationship with that person would, would or could be, I would v- feel very uncomfortable spending any amount of money on any recurring or significant amount of basis. If you have like a one-time entertainer, I would still have those reservations about supporting someone who, uh, um, in an industry that that can be so exploitative of people. Exploitative. That was the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's Sam, but this all culminate now I'm, I'm going to say that you have been asking to go to the psychic for how many months now? Several months. It's not like, it's like, can I pretty please go to the psychic? Oh yeah, no. It's more like I try to go and then like, it's suddenly closed. Yeah. So I, it's been on my mind that I've been trying to do it and I'm trying to do it with Veronica because they, they, the whole thing is a waste if I just <laughs> like, like that's the whole thing that it's fun to me. It's for someone who's, who's moderately spooked out by the experiences is yeah. there while I'm, I'm a jaded fuck. Uh, and not not to that person. I, I certainly don't want that person to... to uh, yeah, you know. I feel like if you go in with the sense of, oh, this is so fucking stupid, like, no, it's, it's you that's in the wrong. Yeah, it's not them. Exactly. It's you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really not going to pick a fight. And I think you've seen my excitement for all this time. You can mm-hmm. trust that I'm going to be full of space smiling. Oh, really? That's so interesting. I was just thinking that same thing. I will watch out for that. <laughs> <laughs> So that is Sam uh, in his current relationship with a psychic. He's uh-huh. a psychic that um, when he pulls into the driveway, they are suddenly closed and have not been home for years. Yeah. Now here's what they've got. It. Now here's what I feel like it's going to happen because it's been so long. Because I've just mapped out the what, what can happen to freak out Veronica the most. Yeah. And what's going to happen is maybe this person is talking to someone and just stops when I walk in and looks at me and then finishes up the conversation. And then when we get over there, it'd be like, it's about time you got it. I've been trying to pull you here for some time. What's taking so long? Or something I like that. I would straight up leave. <laughs> you'd be very scared. real. Yeah, you'd be very scared. One of my worst fears is learning, like, when or how I'll die. I don't want to know that. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's a person that'd be like, oh, honey. <laughs> and then would just tell me that thing, and it would be really sad. Uh-huh. I wouldn't like it at all. Because I have in my personal life, I, I, I just mean my, my personal brain has been drawn to that place to have the experience. Because it's bugging me that I can't now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm furious that it's been so long and so many attempts where it just happens to be closed when it's supposed to be open. Or uh, something comes up often we can't leave the house. It just never has happened. And all those months of trying to facilitate it happening. 
You know, so, maybe now, we should try and go like GeeklyCon with some interested people that really want to go. That's true. Yeah, let's go. And and I know that there are a lot of people who listen to the show who who are of a lot of different shades of, of different religious or, or spirituality. So I certainly don't want to give anyone know that I will uh, attack anyone or be dismissive of them uh, for whatever Sam, degree of seriousness they have. I really don't think that your internet brand is a person that is attacking anyone. Sure. So I think you're safe there. I don't uh-huh. think anyone thinks that of uh-huh. you. But I want you to tell them. So Sam and I have lunch together almost every day. And I want you to tell the podcast listeners what you told me at lunch. Yeah. About your former psychic. <laughs> that was a while ago. That wasn't today at lunch. Well, no, it wasn't today at lunch. I just said at lunch, not today at lunch. So I, I say I have a former psychic because the psychic has become something that I have to do just to feel okay. And I'm so like morbidly curious about and just it cannot happen. It's behind a glass wall at the museum. <laughs> I'm pressing my, my hands against the, the glass wall. But it is inaccessible to me. Uh, the In... in um, Concord, California, where I lived for some time, there was this burger shop. There was this ma and pop burger shop that was on the corner. It was on the corner where there was a lot of restaurants that I really love and miss a lot. Uh, but but kind of um, a part of town that was a little bit uh, more working class than I think other parts of town, too. It was smaller thing, higher crime rate, a lot of homelessness. So it was an interesting part of town, too. A very colorful part of town. So I there's this burger shop that fascinated me. I just... Every time, every time I was in the neighborhood, I would go out of my way to get to the front of this burger shop and look at it because they were never open. <laughs> they did business. Like I ate there, I think twice. Every time I ate there, I, I paid clo- careful attention to it because I'm like, what the fuck of business is this? This is in a place where there's, there's a lot of restaurants people eat, but there's always a different handwritten note or sometimes typed note at the front door talking about some occasion that they're at where they can't be at work. <laughs> But it's like always new. It's not the same sign. It's someone came in that, that morning and said, celebrating this, sometimes obscure holiday, or off for this, or something like that. But never open. Ever open. Never, ever. Except yeah. for the two times that you went Except there. Except for the two times I went there, because every time it was open, you bet I'm getting a burger. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the thing. So that was my psychic. Because <laughs> that was the place I always drove by and wanted to see and felt drawn towards. So my last psychic was a hammer. <laughs> And he says this to me as I'm driving, and I died while I drove, and it was really so funny. I couldn't handle it. Um, but that's that's it. That's the story of our psychics. Mm-hmm. Oh, podcast listener, I also want to say, if you follow me on Twitter, which I don't know how you're listening to the show if you don't listen or if you're not following at least one of us on Twitter, <laughs> but I recently made a tweet about how in my dreams... Sam and I wake up very early in the morning, and we do a podcast morning show. Uh-huh. And I said this sincerely to Sam. I was like, did you see my tweet today? And he's like, no, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, well, don't go, don't go on and find it. Uh, and I told him about my dream. And he looks me in the eye, and he says, that is never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> There's not in the cards for us that will not happen. No. Not even once. <laughs> And then I realized that it was something that I should have asked for when the relationship was new. And, you know, because when you get into a new relationship, that's when you ask for things like, I don't know. You think so? Like morning shows or anal. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now the premise of the show is getting different. <laughs> <laughs> this is the morning anal show. <laughs> we never explain it. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, it's never going to happen. No. We're not going to try things. Oh, the show. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Listener. I, I got you. That was all a joke. Do we have any questions? <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt Morris wants to know how we feel about the flavor of black licorice. I feel like you're having to wash out your mouth just from hearing the word those words. Oh, go ahead. You tell me what you think. Oh, I... Uh... I don't seek it out, but every once in a while when I when I do have it, and if it's been a long while, I'm like, oh, that's an interesting, different thing. I thoroughly enjoy it, actually. Oh. I don't actually seek it out, but I will not say no to it. Sure, yeah. I like it. it. If it's there, it's kind of fun. And I feel like it's not something I would have all the time. My candy craves that I have all the time are Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and like Girl Peppermint Patties. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no, the liquor, the black licorice that I do like is the... Um, Little kind squares. of chewy nuggets. Yes. Yeah, those they, are better for black licorice. Yeah, they for cannot sure. be like the Twizzler where it's okay. kind of waxy and yeah. shiny. No, 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 I do have that same strong opinion. The, yeah. the, the best way to have black licorice is in small nuggets for sure. Mm-hmm. Small chewy nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So today I did not ask for questions, but I did ask for topics that they'd like us to talk about. Okay. And um, one of the things is, let's see. Um, here, I'll let you look at this and you tell me which one you like of those four. And then we can scroll up if we don't like any of them. I'm dreaming of a wand. Um, I don't remember what the maker, maker studio thingy was. But That's my job. Thank you. Oh, I always think of it <laughs> Innovation Pipeline. What, yeah. Should I not say that name? No, that's fine. If you're following me on Twitter, then you probably know. I apologize. No, it's, it's fine. I, like, I, in my, my, my head was in sort of the film space that the rest yes. of the more stuff I was talking about some program. So I apologize that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you wanted to speak to that, we could. Um, the one I was going to say is that if Hollywood should stop remaking everything, such as Spider-Man's. Okay, let's talk about that first. Okay. What do you think? Um, should Hollywood stop remaking things like Spider-Man? Well, here's the thing. I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast. Yes. I enjoyed Cinderella and Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. and all of the Disney remakes. I've loved them all. Uh-huh. So, should Disney stop making things? No, 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 Disney no, no, knows no, no. what they're doing. But yeah. I, I feel like the question, the spirit of the question is sort of Hollywood in general. Now, should Marvel? Yes. Marvel needs to give us at least, at minimum, a 10 to 12 year gap between actors. Unless said actor dies. Mm. Then, and only then, is it appropriate to change the actor. What am I saying? Stop making Spider-Man. <laughs> so, I... um. I do like and appreciate a lot of remakes. I think they're kind of fun. And I like reimaginings of things specifically. I, I love seeing a new Star Trek from Lifelong Loves. I like seeing that be portrayed in a kind of in a different way. It's really interesting. So I think this is an interesting time to have been through. But I do find it a little stifling how few original big movies get made. And, and, and that is 
uh, uh, something that, that I wish. Every movie I've been excited about recently, I feel like, is one that's not been imagined mm-hmm. in, the, in the movie uh, 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 in a cinematic way before. Um, so I, I, I kind of wish wholly original ideas could have, Chris, like, kind of Christopher Nolan style. I wish there were more than... Is it the right guy who did inter, um, Inception? Inception mm-hmm. and... And then Batman. And then Batman and <laughs> Interstellar. <laughs> Yeah, so, so those I like this. Original scripts, wholly original ideas that are big movies. And I, I really wish there were more than one of him doing what, what he's doing because I, I find it troubling that that cannot happen today. Yeah, I fully agree. And there are movies that I am more excited about. Like, I'm excited to see The Dark Tower. Um, uh-huh. Lots of people are not excited about that. I am fucking, like... I'm so hard for that movie. I, I cannot wait to see it. Mm-hmm. It's like been a dream of mine for like the last 10 years. So probably more than that actually. But anyways, um, I just really want to see that. I feel like there are so many good books that could be made into movies instead of just remaking movies. Um, yeah, I just feel like if, if it, it's not been 20 years since a movie was made, don't remake it. And never remake Groundhog Day. Just never do that. That's the movie I found recently. It's very sacred to you. Yeah. Even if TV shows go through a Groundhog Day premise where they, on the nose, say that it's Groundhog Daying, that really bothers you. Yeah, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't like... I, I, I enjoy the premise of Groundhog Day, right? Uh-huh. And I think that it's fun to talk about what you would do and just let that be the conversation uh, between friends. Sure. Between podcast listeners and podcasts. Yeah. And... I don't care how you would remake that movie mm-hmm. or how you would put that into a 30 minute sitcom. I don't care. Yeah. I think that you are dumb. <laughs> you just find that lazy. See, I, I'm even in shows you love if they do it. You just are not Yeah, into it. I'm not into it. I will skip that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently, we recently watched an episode of Broad City where they did an entire, almost line for line of Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah, yeah, which I did not expect to like. It was and fun. I thought it was very fun. Yeah, that was good. I find in that show you kind of don't know what you're gonna like about mm-hmm. what they do until you do it, and there's some things that that fall a little flat when it's very sitcommy and it's not in New York. Yeah, then that's then I feel like it doesn't work. And uh, oh gosh, and you and I are such polar opposites, which I love because yeah. in every other show will basically come to this a similar consensus. One of us might like it a lot more than the other, but we'll both generally like it or generally dislike it. Mm-hmm. With Broad City, some of my favorite episodes are your least favorite mm-hmm. and your favorite are, are my least favorite. Yeah. Almost 100% of the time. Yeah. So, that's that. Yeah. Um. So, what else was another question? Oh, I don't remember. Do you want to talk about anything that we've been up to these days? <laughs> Uh, I've been painting a lot with kids. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been fun. Um, I'm actually going through a very stressful and anxiety-ridden time in my life right now. I have a wedding that's I'm very much looking forward to in three weeks. and um, But it's a lot of planning and just kind of waiting and <laughs> stuff like that. I tried on my wedding dress and it's too big. And so I'm kind of upset about that. Because I have legitimately been trying to not lose weight. And because I just didn't want my dress not to fit. And so that that's kind of a problem. 
And it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I don't know if tape is going to cut it. So I'm kind of like really stressed about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's okay. I mean, if worse comes to worse, I'll get another dress, but it's just so frustrating. Um, because the place where I could go and get it altered, um, their sewing machines, like two of their huge sewing machines just broke. And so they are now like a week or two behind already. And so it's just, it's, it's a disaster. It's not good. And so they would not have time to alter my dress before the wedding. Um, and then I am putting together the innovation pipeline, which is kind of my, my new job. Um, but I'm also, because we're on a hiring freeze with my city, um, I'm also doing the responsibilities of my former job as well. And so it's just a lot of work and yeah. I don't have any administrative support and I really need it. And, uh, yeah, just a lot of bad timing things happened with that as far as budget and stuff. But it's going to happen, and we're having a big launch party on April 29th. So if you are in uh, the greater East Texas area, <laughs> maybe you should come uh, go to Eventbrite and get a ticket or something. And um, so I, I talked to a bunch of people at work who got their tickets today. Oh, good. Today. And I know... Um, uh, I, I work with someone who is in, in a league that kind of does fantasy things, mm -hmm. and uh, they are really looking into building miniatures there. Yeah. So one of the cool things about the Innovation Pipeline is it is a maker space, but more like in the um, Fab Lab type uh, vein. And so we're actually stocking the place with every piece of equipment that you would normally find in a Fab Lab, which is a place that has all of the machines that you would need to create just about anything that you want. So everything from a huge CNC router to a CNC mill, 3D printers, vinyl printers, vinyl cutters. Um, oh my gosh, what else is in that place? A laser cutter, just like all these really, really cool things. And then what we've done is we've also um, devoted a lot of time and resources to developing um, an entrepreneurial like business development thing and so we're gonna have speakers come in and talk with you about how to protect your intellectual property um, what you need to patent things like that and um, when I came onto the project one of the big things that was asked of me was like how I was going to um, secure uh, the the city's rights to intellectual property since they provided a lot of the, the equipment. But I really am of the mindset that anything that anyone creates belongs to them. And so one of my, I think one of the things that I'm most proud of is that when you create something at the Innovation Pipeline, it is yours. And if you collaborate with someone, that's obviously between you and that person. We don't take any of your intellectual property. We do not take any profits. So if you become a millionaire because you, you know, made the next new cool toy or whatever, that all belongs to you. And it's with the caveat that we hope that you will promote the innovation pipeline. And we hope that you will invest in us and, you know, help other 
creators and innovators and entrepreneurs kind of get a head start. Um, one of the other cool things is that we have a complete film studio. So it will be set up to go to broadcast and one curved wall is like an entire green screen. Um, and so we're basically just putting science and public television into people's hands. And it's really kind of cool because as the federal and state governments are cutting funding for science and the arts, we are investing in our community and giving people this really awesome place to go and create and collaborate with others. We have um, a sound studio, so it's a, a sound room. It's pretty small. And you go in there and it's completely paneled with like professional grade um, sound reduction panels. And that'll have all of the equipment that you need to podcast, record uh, vocals for different various applications. Um, and then we're also going to have access to the fastest internet in our city. So we'll have a gig of bandwidth that you just get to use with your membership. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and what's nice is the price point. You get an introductory uh, price of $20.17 per month for the first three months. And then after that, it's $35 per month to have access to all of these things. Um, and then if you want to upgrade your membership, you would get like a little bit faster internet connection. So on the $35 a month, we'll have um, a little bit slower internet. And then at 75, we'll have um, pretty fast internet, which for here is just about the cost of fast internet, um, you know. So in addition to getting really fast internet, you're gonna get to use all of this stuff. And um, at the premium level membership, you'll get to reserve the machine. So if you have a job or something, you can say, oh, from six to seven, I need to be on the laser cutter or whatever. And if it's available, you can reserve it. So. Yeah, today I was telling people, um, I was giving a speech just to kind of practice pitching, you know, the whole project to people. And one of the things I said, I talked about was how it's going to be really cool for people to come in and actually create um, minis that look like the people that you always describe. Because, you know, if you're an elven ranger, it's probable that your mini is going to look like Legolas. And so, um, as we all know, as role players, <laughs> that's not really what we want. We want to have someone that's really um, representing the character that we created. So I was just talking about that. And then I came up with a brilliant idea of creating a silicone mold of tiny little Donald Trumps that you could put water in and freeze. And then you'd have little ice cubes, which are little Donald Trumps. And you could crush them in your face, like crush them with your mouth and your teeth. I thought that was fun. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to build that. <laughs> so that's the Innovation Pipeline. It's uh, a place for uh, those that are interested in audiovisual arts and innovation, DIY, and uh, entrepreneurship. And then also just community to hang out. One of the people that we're going to have coming in is basically going to do a series on how to write a children's book and mm. how to get published with it. Wow. So it's really, it's really cool. I'm really proud of the city for, you know, doing this. It's really cool. 
and um, we have a lot of really great partners from the city as well so um, one of the colleges and one of the universities um, our internet service provider all kinds of stuff so it, it's really nice so it's a very progressive thing to do in a somewhat conservative area but it really I think is going to make a huge impact on our local economy and our community very cool sorry I talk so much no worries that's so outstanding that's really great so that's what I'm working on right now and it's stressing me right the fuck out I'm sorry it's okay okay bye <laughs>